This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today we are talking about line six, the role model. And this is going to be the last episode in this series about the lines. And maybe down the line, a little later on, we will go over each of the profiles, all 12 of them. The profiles are the combination of the two lines. Like I'm a four, six. Those are two different lines. You might be a three, five or a two, four or a six, two, anything like that. But today we're topping off this short series of six episodes with the sixth line. So if you're a little behind or you've been skipping around, I have two suggestions. One, you may want to just go back a couple of episodes and start where we were talking about line one. I believe that was episode 32. But don't quote me on that. Or you can go all the way back to episode number one and start from the beginning if you're brand new here. If you are, then welcome. I'm thrilled to have you here. This podcast is set up a little bit like a course where you'll learn the best if you start from the beginning and listen sequentially. But first, don't go away yet because I want to tell you about some upcoming events that are more in real time. So if you're listening to this, you know, in early May of 2023, then you may want to join me for some upcoming breathwork events. I will be leading a few different somatic breathwork workshops this month. Some are in person here in Minneapolis at Studio Timeout and some are online. So you can check out all of the dates for those, but each of them are nine minute workshops. They're $25 and they are absolutely incredible and life-changing. And why I'm talking about breathwork on a human design podcast is because breathwork is a powerful way for you to remove blockages that are stopping you from being able to get into alignment. Sometimes no matter how hard you try and how deeply you understand your human design chart, you still can't remove blocks, programming, stress, conditioning, and limiting beliefs that are holding you back from just living according to your design. So join me. Um, There's going to be an online one, which I'm guessing most of you would be interested in, on Sunday, May 21st, 2023 at 3 p.m. Central Time, and you'll get the recording. So if that time doesn't work for you, that's okay. I know we've got lots of listeners over in Australia and Africa, so if it's just totally not your time, no worries. You can listen to the recording, and it's just as impactful. And then we've got some in-person ones coming up on, let's see, Sunday, May 14th. That's this Sunday night and Sunday, May 28th. Both of them are at 7 p.m. at Studio Timeout in Minneapolis. And then if you're listening to this way out in the future, how fun is that? There's probably more Breathworks. So no matter whether you're you know, listening in real time or in the future, just go to MadelineEvergreen.com and click on the Breathwork tab at the top, and that will show you what's available, what's happening, and just do it. That's my recommendation. I'm so excited because tomorrow morning, I am leading an online Breathwork for my students that are all in Manifest with Madeline. 
and they have been learning how to get fully in alignment with their design, starting by using their digestive type and then using their strongest sense. And then we keep going deeper and deeper and deeper into the chart, specifically into those four arrows around the head of the chart. And they'll be going through a breath work with me tomorrow. So that breath work hopefully will help them just get out all these blocks so they can just start living according to their design. And that is the true way to manifest. When you're in alignment, it just simply means that you're extremely magnetic and the universe has an easier time working with you, communicating with you, sending you stuff or people or messages or opportunities that are truly meant for you in your best, highest life. Now, before we start in with our topic of line six, let's do the review of the week. This is from Apple Podcasts, and it's a five-star review. It's titled, Interested in Human Design? Start Here. And it's got some gold medals, a rocket, a camera, I think. Not sure why that's on there, but fine by me. Okay, this person says, Madeline is the perfect person to introduce anyone to human design. She has a soothing voice, wonderful energy, and her explanations are clear and simple. I love that each episode focuses on one clear topic and are under 30 minutes. Thank you, Madeline, for shining bright and being an amazing example of being authentically yourself. Wow, Thank you so much for writing that review, and I want to thank everybody else for writing reviews because you guys are like star students. Everyone on here gets a gold star because you've been writing the most incredible reviews I can't even keep up. And if this was your review that I just read, then go ahead and DM me over on Instagram, find me at healthy underscore Madeline, or email me at hello at madelineevergreen.com and let me know that that was you so that you can win the special prize, and your prize is a choice between between a reading from me of your life theme. So it's about a 10 minute long recording I'll send you explaining your life theme according to your design. Or if you're not interested in that, then you can ask a deep, in-depth, personalized human design question that I will send you a recording or a video of me answering as well. And for anyone else who wants to win the prize, the way to enter is just go on Apple Podcasts, write a review, and that's it. And each week I pick one at random. And if it's yours, you win. Okay, I just need to say one other thing because mm, how do I say this without sounding totally conceited? I don't even know. I've noticed in many of your reviews and in just conversations I've had with people in person about the podcast that apparently you guys like my voice. Like this person said, she has a soothing voice. Somebody else has told me that they love to just listen to the episodes because it's so relaxing that they can just fall asleep and they they like my voice. And what is so interesting to me is that I have never, ever received a compliment on my voice in my entire life before this podcast. And I used to have a different podcast actually for years and not once did I receive a comment about my voice. So... It's always been like a secret dream of mine to do voice acting, like voiceovers for commercials or do like a cartoon and do voice, whatever, voiceovers. I don't even know what it's called. I literally don't know anything about the industry, but, or, oh, or do an audiobook. I would love to be an audiobook recording person. So if anybody has a job for me, 
I'm available for hire. I don't feel like doing all of the work of getting an agent and making a portfolio. I just want somebody to hire me. And I know that sounds crazy, but the way I do my life now is by following my design and this is how I do it. So if you need a voice actor, I'm available. Hire me or point me in the right direction. Send me an email. I'd love to do it. Okay. Nobody cares about that. Let's get into today's topic. Line six, the role model. So you know that you have line six if you look up your human design chart and look at the section that says profile in the description. And the profile will give you two numbers. Like mine is a four, six. Somebody else could be a three, five or a two, four or a six, one or a one, three. It could be a number of different combinations. And today we are talking about anybody that has a six as the first or the second number. For this episode, it doesn't matter which number it is. And the six, this is a, a it's like a personality type. This is called the role model because the six is a very wise person that other people look to as a role model. And again, I'm a four six, so I have the six as my second number, and I really have learned to relate to this. However, it took quite a bit of open-mindedness and introspection for me to get it and to see that this is really how I am. Now, the six is one of the most interesting things about human design that I've ever learned because for the first cycle of of a six's life, they're operating as a three. So for about the first 30 years of your life as a six, you're actually acting like a three. You are a six. It's not that you're a three. You are a six. It's just that you're acting like a three from the age of zero to about 30. So if you didn't listen to the episode about the three, you're going to want to listen to that. And remember that the three is somebody that's very experimental and very experiential. They need to try out things or experience things or experiment with multiple different, you know, choices until they discover what works for them. And then if you're a six, You're acting like that for about the first 30 years until you shift into a new era or a new cycle of your life, and now you have become wise because of your experiences. So a six has learned a lot about themselves and about life for the first 30 years of their life, And then they become someone who no longer needs to experiment so much. They don't need to try everything anymore. They're just more wise. They have wisdom because they have experimented and tried things. And if you're a fan of astrology or not, um, you can go and look up when your Saturn return was. Just Google Saturn return calculator, put in your birth information, and it will tell you Um, when that is. And it is usually the last couple of years of your 20s and in your 50s. And when you go through your Saturn return as a six, that's your big transition from acting like a three into stepping into your six-ness, your wise role model-ness. And Oftentimes, people's Saturn return has difficult 
experiences or challenging times or exciting times, oftentimes during the Saturn return, people are kind of pushed into growth. And it's fascinating for me to look back at that time because I had multiple floods in my condo, lots of legal things that happened with that, lots of crazy insurance stuff that went on and personal turmoil. I also had multiple car accidents. I also met my now husband and we got married during that time. And I can see that those years were a huge push for me to grow and I became wise because of it. So that's typically what will happen during a Saturn return. And everybody has a Saturn return, but it's the sixes that have a big transformation from acting like a three into stepping into being the role model, the six. And then the Saturn return happens again in your 50s, I believe. And for a six, you become even wiser at that point. So you become like the wise woman or the wise man of your tribe once you've moved through your second Saturn return. So let me just break it down and make it super simple. For a six, the first 30-ish years of your life, you're very experimental. You need to try out different things, try different lifestyles, personalities, choices, perspectives, try everything in order to to discover what's right or wrong for you. Then around the age of 30, you kind of move away from that and you no longer need to do that anymore because you've gained quite a bit of wisdom. And now for about 30 more years, so from around age 30 to around age 60, your your mode is all about putting into play what you've learned, actually applying your wisdom to your life and leading a life that you know is best for you based off of your experiences. And then around the age of 60, you become so wise that you are like the wise woman or man of the tribe and you are like ultra super role model energy for people. And this is all based off of your experiment uh, experiences. There's the word experiences. So a six is not somebody that does all of their learning from books, videos, classes, or mentors. They really get most of their wisdom from life experience. And some other qualities of a six is that they're always seeking a soulmate. They love like their one person or maybe their best friend and their soulmate, something like that. They're not the type of person to have a million friends or lots and lots and lots of different, you know, first dates or boyfriends or anything like that. That would be more of like a three, five is the kind of person who would love to have tons of casual friendships. A six really seeks that soulmate. And family and trust and close relationships are very, very important to a six. Now, let's think about whether the six is the first or the second number. So if it's the first number, like you're a six, two, for example, that means that this is the conscious aspect of yourself that you totally connect to. You really see yourself as someone with wisdom, but other people don't really see anybody as their first number. They see you as your second number. So if it's your first number and you're feeling so wise 
and you're feeling bad because other people don't see you as wise or they don't take you seriously, then you just need to be sensitive to that. And maybe you need to put yourself out there. Maybe you have to actually step up and start acting like a wise person or put yourself in opportunities to be a role model if that's important to you. But if it's not important to you, then the most important thing is that you know that you are this role model vibes person and you just live it and embody it for yourself. You don't have to go around giving advice or being the leader or anything like that. It's the energy of it. Now, if the six is the second number, like for me, you'll have a little bit more trouble connecting to that aspect of yourself. Like, It's kind of surprising to me that anybody would ever call me a role model. That's just not how I see myself at all. I see myself more as like, I just kind of like to keep to myself. I like to be more anonymous and just do my own thing. I like to be in the back. I like to just kind of mind my own business. But other people see me or see someone with a six as the second number as the role model. They don't really see you as your first number. They see you as your second number. So other people my whole life have always treated me like I'm in charge and like I have some directions I could give them. I could be the leader. And for a long time, it really bothered me and I hated it. My friends would always wait for me to give permission for things or for me to make plans or for me to be the one to set things into action. And it really upset me because I didn't see myself that way, and I didn't know why they were treating me like that. And now I understand that that's just how people see me, and so I just use that as neutral information, and it's not good, it's not bad, it's just information, and if I want to harness it, I can. So if I want to actually step up into a role model position, like right now, I'm the one talking on the podcast, I'm putting myself out there. I understand that people will expect me to be a leader in the field if I'm going to do a podcast. Then I own that and I go with it. But there's lots of times where I really struggle with seeing myself as a leader and other people continue to treat me as one even when I don't feel that I should be. So A six oftentimes will have that kind of karma in life if it's their second number where they really struggle with those challenges that I just described. If it's their first number, they may really struggle with the opposite where they really feel like they're a role model, but other people aren't treating them like one as much as they would prefer. So those are just karmas that we're here to work with, to practice, to experience. And it's not good. It's not bad. It's just something for us to do in this life. Because why are we really here? Like, why did we decide to be humans on this planet at this time in this life, in this body, in this design? Well, we might as well just practice what our chart says. And that's really why we're here. That's really our purpose is to work on getting into alignment with our own design. So I hope that that was helpful. That was our very last of all the six lines. Next week, we are moving into a different phase on the podcast, and it's a surprise. I will keep you posted. You'll find out next week what we're going to be talking about, but we're switching gears a little bit. And 
I am planning another Ask Me Anything episode soon. So if you would like to ask a human design question or any other question for me to answer on the podcast, it could be about breath work, it could be about health, it could be about my own human design journey, anything like that, then just go ahead and email me at hello at madelineevergreen.com to submit your question and I will be sure to answer it. I just can't wait. Last time we did this, you guys sent in an abundance of incredible questions and it was probably one of my favorite episodes ever. So I can't wait. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for all your incredible reviews. And thank you to all of you who go over to Instagram and talk with me. I love hearing from you. I love getting your comments and your messages. We've been having so much fun commenting together underneath the reels I've been making about the different lines. And so if you love the lines, if you've loved learning about these personalities, go check them out. I've been making a reel for each one and you can share those with your friends. It's a great way to get your friends interested in human design because human design conversations with friends are the best. Oh my God. Get yourself some friends who understand their chart or who want to learn it with you and you're going to have endless amounts of conversation. Okay, that's all for now. Have a beautiful week and I'll catch you next time. 